This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello there, good afternoon, happy hump day, welcome back, Lori and Julia's show, My Talk 1071, everything entertainment, thank you for joining us, what are we going to talk about? Yeah. There you talk- go, yeah, yeah, that's what we're going to talk about. Trying to see this movie. Oh, you gotta go. I know. It's hard to find a place where it shows. Well, really? it's been out for a long time. It has now. been, and they mm-hmm. show it like at 10 at night. Yeah. 9 30 at night. Showplace icon has it at 7 40. Yeah. Well, we don't really need to know your exact Well, I'm just movie telling details, people I think because we know what you'll say no matter what. It was 20 minutes too long. <laughs> That's your major contribution to a movie review. And and I you stand by it because you I give do. it to us every That's time. Right. I I do, and I think I'm right. Yeah, I, I I don't think you would say that about Bohemian Rhapsody, All but right, we'll I don't see. know. You say it about everything else. So, Rami Malek stopped by Jimmy Kimmel <laughs> last night, and I did love that uh, Jimmy Kimmel played not once but twice. He's like, "Did you see?" Because Rami Malek had just won for Best Actor in a Drama. Yeah. So he was off stage when Nicole Kidman came on and presented Best Picture in right. a Drama. Bohemian Rhapsody run wins. He comes out from the side and he's like trying to get her attention and she right. can't even see him. She's she like twice his height. <laughs> she is. And he said, um, and he came up goes, tell me what you're thinking. And he's just, he's going, I, I haven't seen that before. I can't believe it. So Kimmel plays it again. <laughs> he's like, this is going to haunt me. And I know her. He said that, yeah. I, and I know, know her. her. Yeah. I've known her for many years, even though I thought I could just go up and say, but it was just, it's going to haunt me on the <laughs> internet, isn't it? And they're like, oh, yeah. Kimmel's like, yeah. So, but anyway, Kimmel wanted to know what it was like sitting with Queen at the Golden Globes, the two members right. that are okay. still there. Okay. You were uh, sitting with them at the Golden Globes. I was sitting with them, and. Uh, was that fun for them? I don't know. You don't that know. It was. <laughs> It, you know, they were. It wasn't necessarily their scene. I, I think they wanted to uh, enjoy it. It was. It was an exceptional night for everybody. Right. But, you know, they're used to you know being rock stars and doing rock star things, and that was a very Hollywood industry night. Which yeah. I had a blast. That they did have. A, they had a great time. But I think uh, at first it took some getting used to. Yeah. Right. Sure. I would think so too. Yeah. But yeah, because there was rock royalty. Yeah. I mean, and quite literally with their name, and uh, right. I mean, and there they are sitting yeah. in the middle of all these actors. Yeah, but everyone was coming up to them. Right. You know, all these. It's crazy to watch all so many big names kind of fan out uh, that they were there. He calls it fan out. We call it fan. Fan, fan. Mm -hmm. But, uh, and you know, Lady Gaga, I've heard her say and then say another story, but she has in the past said that 
Lady Gaga came from loving the Queen song. Um, um, yes. Oh, what is yes. that song called? Yes. Uh, Radio, uh, Radio, Radio, Radio Gaga. Radio Gaga. She yes. has Gaga. said that. Yes. And then I've heard her say that that was just uh, a, a, another friend that just named her that because she went Gaga over stuff. So I like oh. the Freddie Mercury story right. that it's a Radio Gaga because mm-hmm. that is such a great song. But uh, then Kim wants to know as the rock world welcomed Rami Malik because he is. To me, he is the movie. He's the best thing in the movie, playing Freddie Mercury. That's what all the critics yeah. have said. Yeah. So here you've we been go. hanging around in England a lot. Yes. But do you feel like you've been welcomed into that world? Somehow, some way, yes. Yeah. Uh, I feel like that, too. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I feel I went, like you have. I went to, to see Paul McCartney uh, in, in London. From the uh, Beatles. No, no. Oh, a different one? Yeah. Different one. <laughs> uh, from the Beatles. And and one of the Beatles was sitting next to me, which was Watch. So Ringo was sitting up. next to you? Yes. Uh, Ringo was sitting next to me and uh-huh. Ronnie Wood from the Rolling Stones. Awesome. Yeah, which was, it was amazing. And then at, towards the end of the concert, uh, they left, I'm sure, because they wanted to escape uh, whatever, how thousands of fans going after them. And, mm-hmm. uh, Paul played the last song, went off stage, and then uh, he came on for an encore, and he brought Ronnie Wood on with him and Ringo Starr. Wow, that's yeah. good. Yeah, and also what? Who I was sitting next to Roger Daltrey from the. Oh my God! Oh it was God. absolutely bananas. Then we went. I got taken backstage as if I was Freddie Mercury. Right. This yeah. <laughs> I know. So that's kind of a cute I mean, story serious. of being at a concert in London, and then of course, you know. We didn't even know who he was, right? Like five years ago. It was well, not until Mr. Robot. it was before Mr. Robot. No, was Mr. I have Robot. no idea So here's who he his was. story about okay. that. You know, the fact is, like, five years ago, you, you were not a well-known person. You <laughs> I el- thought you were going to say you were nobody. No, it's not true. But five years ago, you know, you were on Mr. Robot. I was like, wow, who is this kid? And no. now all of a sudden, you're in Queen. It's not. <laughs> It is not. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's crazy. The crazy thing is, is the producers saw me on Mr. Robot, of all things. Uh, and thought of and, you for this movie. Yeah. That's crazy because I know. the characters are the uh, complete, the complete opposite. opposite. Yeah. Could you imagine Elliot getting on stage and trying <laughs> to talk to, you know. That would be a pretty great people. bit to do, yeah. <laughs> Let's pretend we, we didn't have this later? conversation. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Elliot in the hood, just, uh, uh, yeah. It's funny. I went from playing a character with one costume. I mean, I don't change from that hoodie yeah. into a thousand of the most odd, outrageous, audacious It things. all evens out, I think, is the, mar- is the lesson there. Yeah, it- and, of course, you know, the costume designer for Bohemian Rhapsody has talked about um, just the diligence and care they took to get everything right oh, for right. their look in that movie. You know, What right? do you think Sasha Baron Cohen, because he was originally attached to it and he didn't like the direction it was going in or they didn't like working with him. I can't see him. him even playing it. Brian May did not want to go in that direction. Yeah. Right. So he put the kibosh on that. Yeah, okay. but they were down the road. I mean, yeah, it, it, yeah they were. It, it looks so much like him. Yes, yeah. he does. Yeah. Tall and skinny. But then Rami Malek kind of embodies well, yeah, him, true. except if not the height. No. I don't think uh, Freddie Mercury was that size. No, he was taller than yeah, that. Yeah, he was, because yeah. Rami Malek feels like a pocket person. Yeah, He okay. actually, you know, his teeth that he wore for the year, the prosthetic, he had him um, made into gold. Oh, he should. Gold-plated, yeah. He should. Okay, 
Uh, did you guys ever watch Mr. Robot? I did I not. I watched no. it for 50 seconds. Okay, there you go. Well, here is the final season of Mr. Robot. Here's what Rami okay. has to say about that. Mr. Robot. Yes. Are you, you going to go and do the final season, or are you too big a star for that now? <laughs> <laughs> you got one big final season. It is, yes. Uh, of course, we're, I'm going to do the final season. I'll be really sad to, to walk away from Do you know how Elliot. it's going to end? Do you know the whole deal? I do. You do, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Are you happy with the ending that Sam has come up with? Yeah, I mean, the guy's a genius. He is a genius, yeah. yeah. He had to do a, hello, or are you still there on the phone when he when he Oh, he called and told you the yeah. whole deal. Yeah. yeah. So you haven't read the script, you just know you got the shorthand. Yeah, I got the shorthand. You he did. always does that. He gives me kind of the, the entire season in, in one phone call, which I'm always mesmerized that he can do. He really but, knows the whole season in the phone call. <laughs> I mean, that's... It's a lot to remember, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. If anybody can do it, it's him. So, I guess he's talking about the Christian Slater character? I guess. Yeah. I have no we idea. None of us watched that no show. I, I watched it at the beginning. You know what? Because it won. Like, it did. It, 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 got, it The critics really loved it, but I, it I just, like the concept of mm-hmm. him saving thing. you know, the world yeah. kind of that way through Will computer science. Would you like science. the idea of him playing Bond? Oh, my gosh, no. Okay, here's what he says about, will you be the next Bond villain? The villain, yeah. Here we we go. I read something that said you are going to be the villain in the next James Bond movie. True or false? Wow. (laughs) (laughs) If I told you that, I'd have to tell you so many other things, like the ending of uh, the fourth season of Mr. Rope. I have no idea. No, that was... uh, that, you, that's you've online? not spoken to anyone? Yeah, that's online. Yeah, on the uh, internet. On the they internet? put it on the internet, yeah. Uh, yeah, who knows about that? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Uh, I'm not saying anything. Did I say anything? I yeah. always thought you were a great actor until just now. Just now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they were, I mean, he was just, he was giving us great couch. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. Giving us great he couch. He had a different, he seems to have a different sense of energy. Remember, we saw him, Lori. We saw him at, oh, gosh, I want to say we saw him at the Beverly Hills Hotel. Yeah. When the first year of Mr. Robot, mm-hmm. and he was so little. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's not a not, no. not tall, but he's, he was He fell in love charming. with his co-star, which is really kind of fun. Yeah, yeah, Lucy Boynton. Mm-hmm. His co-star in Bohemian mm-hmm. Rhapsody. And then Nicole Kidman covers this upcoming week's People magazine. I don't know if we ever heard this story. I hadn't heard this one before. Uh, she'd known Keith Urban um, uh, for less than six months. And she said it was, tells people it was my 38th birthday. He stood outside with gardenias at 5 a.m. on my stoop in New York. And that is when I went, this is the man I hope I get to marry. And he took her to Woodstock on his motorcycle. My kind of guy. Hmm. She's never looked back. Wow. And uh, those two, they're very cute together. They're very cute. And they're crazy for each other. Yeah. Their kids, uh, Sunday and Faith, are 10 and 8. I can't even believe it already. I know it. And her her drama, Destroyer, will be released wide this month. Because she's nominated for it. Yeah, because it got released in L.A. and New York. That's all it needs. Right. Mm -hmm. And don't worry, Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga, you know, they they were honored last night. uh, And they also are getting... um, BAFTA. BAFTA nominations. nominations. The Director Guilds uh, nominated them. There are... uh, uh, What else? What do you think about that, Lori? What do you, you know, do you... I hope he doesn't get... I hope Star, Born, Star is Born earns some 
Awards. Yeah, I do too. I really don't um, get all the Globes is such not an yeah. indicator of, um, you know who will yeah, who, who will who win. Will I think win. that yeah. will when we go to the Screen Actor Guild Awards and we see who other actors. Not that that is also a, right always a predictor, but. Um, yeah, Gaga got a picked up a Best Actress nomination, and Bradley got nominated for BAFTA for Best Actor and Director. Yep. And uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, of course, is getting nominated. But he, Bradley Cooper made BAFTA history uh, because uh, it earned seven nominations, which is the most. Wow. That any movie. Yeah, because yeah. the screenplay's in there. And, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. I, I think you should get something. The, the one that was interesting for BAFTA is a new addition was Viola Davis for Widows. For Widows. That's and yeah. people said that that is like such a crazy good movie. I saw it. And you loved it? Mm-hmm. I liked it. It was a little conditional, wasn't it? I know. <laughs> Did you say that one was, was 20 it, minutes too long? No, I don't think I said that. I think I had a different one. Oh, boy. I'm working my goal in 2019 <laughs> to have, have better reviews. Yeah, yeah. Just something. But the movie I want to tell you, my little sister saw Sister, that second act with Jennifer Lopez. Yeah. She yeah. said it's so much fun. Yeah, I believe it. I'm she waiting said for it to come yeah, out. Yeah, I know. Yeah, she said it's so much fun. Theater to see I think it. it's already gone. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah, it didn't last long, but it'll be soon. All right, we'll be right back with the Dirt Alert. Is a my talk dirt alert. All right, Holly, where are we going with our dirt today? Hooray for Hollywood, ladies. Hooray for Hollywood. We're going to the right to the heart of the beast with Academy Award ceremony news that Variety is reporting with knowledge from inside sources that the Oscars are forging ahead hostless. Yeah. This after the Kevin Hart debacle, apparently according to these sources that uh, without hosts, the Academy Awards ceremony is going to be focusing on starry skits that uh, play up a high profile year for music and film, thanks likely to nominees potentially being Lady Gaga and Dolly Parton, Kendrick Lamar and uh, some other people now. Of course, uh, uh, Oscar nominations have yet to be announced yet, so this is all pure speculation, yeah. but I think that there's some truth to this that they are going to go without a host. Yeah, I believe that. I think there's some truth to that, but what scares me about what you just said with the skits is that that makes it longer. (laughs) Well, not necessarily, because there won't be an opening monologue. It'll be like what Alan Carr did when he had the dancing Rob logo with you know Snow White. Oh, let me tell you, that whole thing is available on YouTube, and I was watching it about a half hour ago just to you know get some perspective. Cocaine is a hell of a drug, y'all. And also, it was really awkward. And I, you know, hopefully they're not going for that because that was a weird homage to the golden days of Hollywood. Merv Griffin was singing in a faux Copacabana with Sid Charisse dancing and Snow White was there and stars with legs. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than hey... Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. 
What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. It's on them and no faces. I, oh, but to your point, Julia, the show doesn't need to be any longer than it already is. No. So we shall see if, when, if and when the Academy makes the It's been great publicity the for the Academy. I don't know if they think it's great publicity, but... I don't know that we've talked about the Oscars this much and for so long. No, we have not. I mean, mm-hmm. I suppose any publicity is good publicity. All right, one of the hot stories of the day, moving on from the Oscars to Jeff Bezos. He announced that he and his wife are filing for divorce after 25 years Did he together. Did do it by a tweet? Yes, he made a statement via Twitter. The font was interesting on the photograph that he put it on. So he announced and he said uh, through a tweet that he and his wife had uh, been dealing with a trial separation for some time and that they finally decided to go their separate ways. But of course, they'll remain friends. And it seems that Jeff Bezos has been secretly having a relationship all this time. With with, who? Her name is Lauren Sanchez, and she's a former Mm -hmm. TV anchor. And she is also the, I don't know if they're officially divorced yet, of Hollywood talent mogul Patrick Whitesell. Now, some of his clients include Matt Damon, Christian Bale, Kevin Costner, Hugh Jackman, and a wide variety of other A-listers. Now, she used to be an anchor on Fox's Good Day LA, one of the local morning oh, programs. Do we know her, Lori? Because we used to love that show. Yeah. Well, yeah. Is she the I, I, no, she's no. not the blonde. She's got okay. dark hair. Well, the National Enquirer on Thursday, this might have been why, because they go to press on Thursday. Yes. The front cover is the cheating photos that ended his marriage. Yeah. And that might be why he okay. announced today that ahead was, of yeah. the National Enquirer hitting Got the it. newsstands tomorrow. Got yes, it. Yes, getting ahead of the story there. So they've all been photographed together, Patrick, Lauren, and Jeff, at a 2016 event for the movie Manchester by the Sea, which was an Amazon original, and also starred one of uh, Patrick Whitesell's clients, Michelle Williams. And apparently, uh, Lauren became closer to Bezos after she separated from Whitesell in the fall of 2016. And uh, sources tell Page Six that Patrick and Lauren have socialized with Jeff Bezos and his wife for a few years. Oh, oh that's this is probably going to get pretty ugly, you guys. So everyone knew each other. It's it reminds me of the golfer and the tennis player. They were all best friends. Greg oh. Norman and uh, Chrissy Everett. Chrissy Everett. Mm-hmm. Yes. So watch oh. out for more dirt to come out regarding this. Now, uh, Lauren Sanchez, she's a helicopter pilot, and she actually has her own company where she finds uh, and shoots aerial footage for news and television. So she has her own thing going on. But something tells me that that what is it about a $140 billion fortune that uh, Jeff Bezos and his wife Mackenzie have together. Yeah, it's very attractive. And uh we will be seeing what the National Enquirer has to say about this wow. tomorrow. Yeah, so it'll make her the world's richest woman when Can she gets you, divorced. From yeah, her. seventy billion dollars. Can mm-hmm. you believe that? Well, she was an accountant at Amazon from the very the beginning. beginning. Yeah, yeah, they, they started. started they together. met in Boston, and I never knew it was named after the river. I, we've heard that before. No, I just didn't. Yeah, remember we've that. we've heard that before, and they met and fell in love in three months. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. they sure did. And then uh, they got married in 1993 and then founded Amazon in 1994. Wow. And it used to be a little book. I mean, when you read his statement, it sounds better than a lot of people's marriage. It's yeah, like it when does. you read it, you're like, why are you getting divorced? Yeah, it is extremely diplomatic. Well, it seems like some photographs are proving, well, exactly the reason why they're getting divorced. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little infidelity happening there. So we'll find out more dirt on Jeff Bezos and his uh, cheating ways tomorrow yeah in the meantime uh, another uh, swinging also before we move on you know what it reminds me of it reminds me of shania twain and mutt lang oh, and yeah. when they swapped yeah. partners yeah yes. they did 
Yeah, they did. She was best friends with the girl. Her assistant. Her, and and it was Mutt her, started sleeping yeah. with the assistant. And then so she... Found love in, in the, the assistant's arm. Yeah, no, and the husband of the yeah. assistant. You can't make it up. No, you really can't. Oh, mm. Something else you can't make up. Now, I don't know if you guys talked about this. I want to say that you guys did today, but Gwyneth Paltrow's appearance on Live with Kelly and Ryan. Well, we, we, saw saw GMA. On, we saw it on GMA. It was oh. painful. So this is from actually Live with Kelly and Ryan today where she's talking about her modern honeymoon that she took with Brad Falchuk and she brought along Chris Martin, her ex-husband. I saw it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) She said, we just took our honeymoon in the Maldives and we had a big family honeymoon over Christmas. She said, so my new husband and his children, my children, my ex-husband, and our best family friends all went. It was a very modern honeymoon. Here's She will do anything not to spend alone time with his kids. Is that it, Lori? Yeah. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Because I think yeah, as a child of divorced parents, if my parents liked each other and got along, yeah, that absolutely. would be awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think it'd be awesome. Family vacation. But, you know, a honey, honeymoon. calling it a family honeymoon, you know, you guys can go and have Woo. some time alone. Yeah. Take a family vacation, though, right? If the exes get That's along nice. and mm-hmm. you have a nice blended family. I'd love family. to know what Dakota Johnson really thinks of all this. Well, I'm sure she was she along for the yes, honeymoon. Yes, yeah, supposedly I mean, yeah. was. She along. was supposedly along uh-huh. for the honeymoon. Yeah, it's a little um interesting yeah. and different. Uh, moving on from that, this also making headlines in Hollywood today. Former uh, COO or CCO, excuse me, of Disney Pixar, John Lasseter, found a new job and he's going to head the animation department for Skydance. Many people criticizing Skydance for this move because John Lasseter left Disney in disgrace over allegations of sexual misconduct. Mm-hmm. A lot of people People pointing out that, hey, you know what? Maybe there's not consequences for these guys who have behaved badly. Well, no one's asking Rami Malek anything about Brian Singer. No. Yeah. And he's still getting, you know, he's got the director credit at mm-hmm. Bo- Bohemian Rhapsody. So Yes, exactly. Now, he's going to work for a private company, Skydance Media, by David Ellison, his dad, Larry Ellison, the billionaire who founded Oracle. So there's private money involved. Yeah. No publicly traded yeah. companies wanting to get involved in any of this. All right, so. All right Ollie, thank you. Thank You're you. Welcome. Thank you so much. We've got a vintage scandal when we come back. And I hope the roads aren't scandalous. Uh, no, it's just fun. I got one little nugget of traffic to give you. Highway 10 westbound in Arden Hills. Still some delays between 694 and a prior avenue because of a crash. And your Mind Talk traffic is brought to you by Maplewood Toyota, featuring many new vehicles with Toyota Safety Sense designed to keep you connected to the... And then there was a scandal. Vintage scandal. It was quite the scandal. I am shocked at your behavior. Okay, we are... Do you know, do you know the name... Sumner Redstone. Of, of course I do. The media mogul who owns Viacom, yeah. which yeah. owns CBS, yeah, which think. owns Simon & Schuster. Which yeah. is very old. Very, very old. Who once took Tom Cruise to a Washington Redskins football game. Had a breakup with Tom Cruise, fired him. Very public. Well, he has reached a settlement. Okay. I don't, his people have reached a settlement because Sumner Redstone is basically... It, well, he's incapacitated. Yeah. His his daughter, um, Sherry Redstone, is basically running the uh, company. But if everything had gone according to plan in 2015, the billionaire media mogul, he wanted, when he passed away, he wanted his two longtime female companions, mm-hmm. Sydney Holland, who's now 46, and Manuela Her- uh, Herzer, who's now 53, 
to be the principal beneficiaries of his personal estate, which would have been about $75 million wow. each for both of them. Yep. And they were also going to co-arrange his funeral arrangements. <laughs> okay? I love it when the uh, mistresses get along so well. He wanted his close friend Tony Bennett to sing. He wanted uh, Frank Sinatra's My Way to be played. He wanted to be buried in a simple pine box. He wanted to be buried next to his parents in Sharon, Massachusetts. He uh, didn't want his daughter or his son to be there. He specified that he wanted Les Moonves to not only be a pallbearer, but also speak at the... Mm -hmm. All this stuff, okay? And anyway, he... His daughter felt that a couple years ago that there had been... um, That really what brought these two women down... Sherry Redstone, at the time, like three years ago, Sumner was like 92 years old. What brought them down? And they just settled this legal dispute okay and um she's not getting any of her money either of these ladies okay, okay? in what fact brought they, it down i'm curious what brought it down was that they were so confident sydney and manuela of being sumner redstone's principal gatekeeper and beneficiaries that they decided to reveal their roles in a june 2015 issue of vanity fair i remember this called endless summer and they posed for photos looking seductive in evening dresses Holland in Pasadena, uh, Manuela at Bemelman's Bar at the Carlisle Hotel downstairs from the multi-million dollar apartment Redstone had bought for her. They were proud to share how important they were to Redstone. And in the course of reporting the story, they kept saying, you know, we keep track of everybody who goes in and out, who saw them, who didn't. And Sherry Redstone, when she read that article, felt shut out and it, raised a big red flag to her and that's when she started filing affidavits that she felt she was getting cut off from her father and that these two ladies were pulling smoke over the guy's eyes yeah and um so they went back and forth back and forth well these two ladies uh the agreement the trial was going to start next week in la and under the agreement, Manuela has to pay back $3.25 million wow. in gifts. She has to withdraw her objection to the removal from Redstone's trust. And it is ends three years of legal wrangling, which led to all kinds of intimate disclosures regarding family squabbles, as well as Sumner's health. And guess, you'll never guess who introduced... Uh, Sydney Holland to Sumner Redstone in 2011. 2011. Mm-hmm. Um, no, 2010 they met. Trump? No. <laughs> Good guess, though. So. Um, um, Sydney became Sumner's living girlfriend in 2011, a year after they'd been introduced by Patty Stanger, millionaire. Oh, stop oh, So it. she does have a track record. Stop yep. it. One relationship yep. did work. Okay, how Redstone at the time was 89, and, and Sydney and, was what, 30? No, she, yeah, I don't know how old she was. And he already had, already had a thing with, um, you know, the other one, Manuela. But... Um, he was, I mean, they had, there were so many stories that came out. Like, I'm, I'm looking at one story uh, that came out in page six, two years ago, how he was obsessive about wanting to have sex. And he had women on $5,000 a month retainers 
would come to his Beverly Hills mansion. And he was even ordered by his doctors, you can't have sex because you're on a feeding tube. Oh, God. (laughs) But he refused. um, And um, he, we were just talking about Larry Ellison from Oracle. So Mm -hmm. Sumner had a termite breakout in his Beverly Park home. So he rented Larry Ellison's oceanfront home in Malibu for six months while they got rid of the infestation at Beverly Park. Mm-hmm. And he became obsessive about wanting to have sex. And Manuela met Redstone first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. She met uh, Redstone after his wife uh, initiated uh, divorce hearings. And then they dated for like two years, but he really liked how she was open to introducing other women to him sexually. Oh, for crying mm-hmm. out loud. So, oh, for God's um, sakes. And, and anyway, and she got him to designate her as her healthcare agent somewhere along the yeah. line. Honey, and, just sign these papers, baby, baby. Yeah, and she was only kicked out of his home, um, like, December of 2016. So this wrangling has been going on for a long mm-hmm. time. And... um in Malibu, apparently Redstone, uh, he wanted her to always be over there and, you know, find me somebody to have sex with. And how can a guy with a feeding tube who can't move have sex? I don't know. There's no sex. I don't either. Yeah. Anyway, he wasn't really able to communicate. He's anyway. And I think that the family was able to, um, I mean, you know, like this Manuela filed, filed a RICO lawsuit against Sherry Redstone accusing them of conspiring with Sumner's nurses to illegally eavesdrop on her while she was living at the home. And she appealed that, and then um, basically she has to drop her appeal. Both the ladies lost. And uh, he is a guardian ad litem who kind of represents, because there's so much money. There is so much, because if you remember... When she got ordered to move out of the New York apartment, I mean, he's... He's now 95, and um, anyway, these two ladies, it, if they could undo that Vanity Fair story. And their bragalicious bragging about how they conned an older man into signing all the money away from his two children and yeah. to him. Yeah. It's pretty interesting because he, when he bought Viacom, it was a, it was a spinoff of CBS. Mm-hmm. And... Um, he bought that, and then he bought Paramount Pictures, where Tom Cruise came into right. the role. Mm-hmm, yeah. um, and he was engaged in a bidding war with Barry Diller in that, and he paid $4 billion at the time for Paramount. And then CBS, uh, the f- former parent company of Viacom, he ended up buying CBS but then CBS right. got bought out, and he remained the CEO of Viacom and CBS. And that's what Les Moonves was fighting to get that role that Sherry Redstone had yeah. being over both companies. companies that's and that's right. what they were positioning Les Moonves before his demise. He wanted to get that role away from Sherry. That's right. So... Yeah, and I mean, and if you think it, the names in here, Lori, remember when we had oh, yeah. Sherry Lansing on mm-hmm. the first head of um, a studio? That's right. Redstone replaced her team of Jonathan um, Dogler and Sherry Lansing at Paramount. I mean, he he's just he was in everything. 
He had gobs of money. Yeah, and he was estranged at the time with his daughter. They'd had period of estrangement right. because she had... I mean, she could have been seeing that her dad was like maybe not altogether there and yeah. like that's a lot of money and mm-hmm. you're going to be prey to stuff. But it was the... Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Two girlfriends that decided to have the feeding tube installed. And apparently that is when Sumner Redstone's quality of life changed forever why would they have and she wasn't involved the daughter daughter, was estranged and he so he's you know that changed everything and i don't know if the family would have decided to to do that but they basically made an intensive care unit in his house and um um it's pretty interesting. Yeah, it's, it's there's supposedly a sex tape made by one of Sumner's handles mm-hmm. handlers inside Beverly Park. It shows just a butt naked Redstone watching two women kiss, and um, it's so gross. Yeah, right? there uh, you, you make. I guess no matter what, even if he's been a strange on and off or mm-hmm. just had fights with his daughter, I guess it's better that his family is back in control. Oh, well, yeah. yeah. I mean, Not I, two I've ladies. always... Because the one woman, Sydney, she was engaged to this guy she'd set up in a house in Sedona that Sumner bought for her for $3 million. Oh. She was engaged to this guy named Scott Pilgrim. And when he saw the Vanity Fair story, he's mm-hmm. like, wait a second. I thought I was engaged. He didn't even know that, that she was involved oh. with Sumner. <laughs> he didn't know where she was. She'd made up some story about how she was getting the money to fly private to Sedona every couple couple times a week. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until that Vanity Fair story came out that, boom. Wow. You know. Wild. It's pretty. It could be a movie. Oh. What happened. Oh, and yes, it could, Lori. And he was apparently at one time in a horrible fire at Copley Place oh, in Boston. Yeah, that was when he was younger. Yeah, and was burnt. He went to Harvard Law School. No, it's it's a good it's a good story. Yeah, he was like dangling um out the window. Out the window uh-huh. and that's how his hand got burned. Mm-hmm. Well, Les Moonves, just to let people know, mm-hmm. his uh, Wikipedia page has been updated and it has the whole sexual misconduct oh, allegations. He didn't it's do that. actually pretty much in the second paragraph. Yeah. Mhm. Yeah, so anyway, the ex-companions are out. Done, Fini. Oh boy. You can yeah, see how yeesh. people would just go in and boy, yeah. I've got to I've got to mm-hmm. take advantage. Yeah. Well, of course. Well, and the one, you know, the one who just got the, that they settled today, mm-hmm. she had 
she'd been in an arrangement with him way before he was incapacitated. Right, so right, there was yeah. something there between okay. them, but yeah. she might have um, taken on a little bit too much and mm-hmm. trying to insist that she remain the guardian. Right. Just yeah. And got- I was wrong. Um, mm-hmm. Sherry Redstone, vice chairman of CBS and a member of the Redstone family, which owns the majority share of CBS. And they yeah. were trying to get her out of that role That's and right. put Les Moonves there. That's right. Okay. Thank you, Joy. Mm-hmm. Okay, my head is spinning. How about yours? We'll be right it's back. It's fascinating <laughs> stuff, though, Lori. It, yeah, it could be I, movie. It, it could be movie. Yeah. All right, when we come back, we get some other headlines of the day. And, and everything deleted like the past year was gone. And when I touched your face... Hey, everybody. I- Thanks for hanging out with us on this Wednesday. You can start planning the weekend. Maybe you get some happy hour plans. Maybe you're going bowling, curling. I hope you're not playing broom ball because that's going to be cold. Yeah. Oh, for crying out loud. We haven't even experienced cold yet. No, yeah, we have. Well, oh. earlier. Yeah, yeah. we've been a while. We have. We've only been below zero once. It still already feels like a long winter. <laughs> We're in Blanuary and it can't come to the end fast enough. What did you call it? Blanuary. Blanuary. Or dryuary. Yeah, Blanuary. Okay. Uh, by the way, what do you think of um, Kim? Kardashian or anyone, but Kim and Kanye, they have a baby shower for every child. That's rude. That is so rude. Unless they throw a party and it's fun to get their family and friends together and you get a gift, it's ridiculous. It kind of is. Is Didn't the old rule used to be you'd have one, one. shower? One. Just it, yep. For one baby? That's... Because- I feel like that's still the rule. Yeah. I, I The only thing I can the think etiquette. of of why they do this is they throw the party and they ha- have people just come over to have fun. Okay. Yeah, but... Because they can certainly buy all... They can buy... Anything that Yeah, and they yeah. could buy gifts for all the people that come. Yeah. By the way, um, the sister Chloe... Uh, Has she been back to uh, Cleveland? I don't... I don't... I think that she just doesn't know how to break up with them yeah. or something. Yeah. Uh, because it is full-on basketball season, and she has to worry about where her man's hands have been. Listen, she shouldn't have to worry about that. She's worried about not eating, working out, and her cute baby. She's got the most adorable baby in the world. Uh, Yeah. They make beautiful babies. Yeah, very Can I tell you something exciting? Mm -hmm. Sure. Okay, so earlier today we were talking about Dr. Ruth because we were talking about the new um, mini- videos by Oprah Winfrey and Gail King and um it's called the OG Chronicles mm-hmm. and how the first one was answering people's questions about on sex. about sex. How to keep love alive if, after if been, empty nesters or something like that. I after think you've that, been together a long time. Oprah says she makes cornbread. Yep. And sure. um and yeah. Gail King <laughs> once wrapped herself in saran wrap. Right. I just yeah. So anyway, we were saying the people that we want to take, you know, who are good to take sex advice from is Dr. Ruth. Mm -hmm. And Donnie, what does she always say? She Uh, she hopes you get a what? uh, She would always say... Be sexually aroused. Mm -hmm. Do you get an erection? So Hulu (laughs) is um, going to be... There's a film that was made, and it's going to premiere at the Sundance Film Festival about Dr. Ruth. Finally, I know it. The trailer has dropped. Donnie, um, I think I sent it to me, but I'll forward it on to you. Alrighty. Uh, Or you could just go find it and post it for tomorrow. What's it called? It's called, just go Dr. Ruth, um, America's Most Lovable Sex Therapist. Ask Dr. Ruth. So that's going to be at the Sundance Film Festival. 
And um, I think that's kind of exciting that there will be, there's no release date in theaters, but um, it'll probably appear on Hulu sometime. Yeah, it says Hulu, yeah. 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 So there is a Dr. Ruth. Dr. Ruth. And the name of it? Size doesn't matter. Matter. That's right. And she always thought it would be good to have a glass of wine, but not two, because you'd get too drunk mm-hmm. before sexy time. And that she, and I, I've looked everywhere for it when she talked about it last time we heard her doing press, maybe three years ago or something. And she said that she wanted to come out with a wine that has fifty percent the alcohol level. Yes, I remember that. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Yes, I looked high and low and everywhere for the Dr. Ruth wine. I haven't found it. No. But there are other wines out there that do have lower alcohol levels. Yeah. That you can do. The ones that are really high and are really fattening are the red blends. Yeah. Mm. Like a pop. I'm not going to name names yeah. in case they're going to buy ads. Yeah. Um, but they <laughs> okay. really aren't good. Yeah. I wish I liked red wine. I, oh, I don't either. I like it. Mm. You don't? No. Not really? It's not my favorite. If I'm having like, you know, like if I'm in Paris with Casey and he, that's the only way to share a bottle of wine because that's the only one he'll drink. I'll drink it. <laughs> well, okay. I'll do whatever it takes. When in I'll France. do whatever it takes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. What did you say? When have when in sex? No, I said when in France. Oh, yeah, I thought when you said when in yeah. sex. The French do. Yeah. One does what needs to be yeah, done. I'm like, oh, look at how inexpensive these bottles of wine are. Right. Oh, Casey's like, can we get a red? And I'm like, sure. Right. On Jason's show yesterday, they had um, the wine gal, and I always forget her name, but she was on our show at the fair mm-hmm. talking about dry January and how people are trying to cut back on drinking and mm-hmm. things like that. And one of the things she's, she talked about were all these brands of of wine and champagne that have way less of the alcohol level. So when you're drinking or going out, you know, after one glass of wine, you know, you can catch a good buzz. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so you can, if you enjoy the flavor of wine, you can drink you know more because you don't want to be buzzed right away yeah so anyway can't give you the name of one of them Fine. but it was okay. uh something you could go watch there okay. you go That's all right all I know. Okay. here is another you know a stars born you know lady gaga collected something at the national review board or whatever they, national board of review board of review they know ahead of time Who is the national board of review anyway well i guess they're like uh I don't know. Well, let's find out, shall yeah, we? Yeah, you find out. You Google that. Okay. She got Best Actress, and you're notified ahead of time. Okay. And she showed up. It, I guess it's usually kind of a, a low-key event, but she looked like a dazzling movie star carrying, I don't know if it was a scarf, a purse, or a boa, but she wore a tuxedo dress and feathers. And Gemma Chan and Constance Wu got were there to represent Crazy Rich a- Asians. Oh, they right? got Best okay. Ensemble. Sam Elliott won Best Supporting, and Bradley Cooper won Best Director, and Green Book won Best Picture. Oh. But they knew that a while ago. Right. Right. You know, they announced that. It's the National Board of Review of Motion Pictures. Pictures. Dedicated to discussing and selecting what its members regard as the best film works of the year. Yeah, but... I really have got to see, um, and Regina King won for oh, Beale she Street. Did. See, I want to go see that. I feel like I need to because if she's winning, so you know what I mean. Yeah, we got to go yeah, see that. Do. Although she got snubbed for a SAG award. Oh, she, she did, did not, not get nominated. That's true. That's true for Beale Street and yep. t- our friend Tanya Hart, Hollywood Tanya Hart. Mm-hmm. She was furious. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. All right. And I'm telling you, Bradley Cooper and his uh, friend Arena. Sure, it's Arena Shake. Arena Shake, yeah.
They don't look like they have two words to rub together. They don't? No. I mean, they might rub together, but I don't think they're talking. (laughs) They got that baby. I mean, they they look so bored together. I know. They look bored at the Globes. Anyway. Bored at the Globes. Bored at the Globes. How can you be bored there? The Moe is flowing. We'll see you all tomorrow. Job done. Off you go. At the Home Depot, we have plenty of Christmas trees to make your holidays even more magical. Hundreds of full, easy-to-assemble artificial trees that look so real, you may be convinced they actually are. And for those who love that fresh pine smell, we have a parking lot full of fresh-cut trees to call your own. We'll even help you load your tree in the car so you can bring home the holidays. The Home Depot. How doers get more done.